0: Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit.
1: Hey everybody, I am recording this intro uh, the, the day that this episode goes up because I forgot to do it earlier sorry about that although it doesn't matter to you because it still came up on the same night anyway you know the drill it was a two-parter we didn't realize it was going to be a two-parter because we're not very good at our jobs so it uh here i am introducing the episode we're going to jump right into more questions that you guys left for us anyway here's the episode enjoy it see you at the end bye All right, we'll go to the next question from an asker in the room with us. Whoa! As we speak, we're not listening anymore. But... My lovely wife, Chelsea, has Chelsea! asked this question um, Why doesn't Qui Gon or Darth Vader disappear right after they die? When Obi Wan and Yoda did, all what? four of them became Force Ghosts, so. And then she wrote a thinking emoji.
0: Good call. Jake... Give made, you your answer. I have, a, I have an answer. For, okay. I have an interesting yeah, you guys, tidbit. I've been going um, first Jake every made, time. You guys uh, go first. Jake made, like, a praise the Lord <laughs> face with his fingers. I did, you know that
2: face that Chirrut made when, he, when Jin said he made the
0: force be with you, and he was uh-huh. like, oh my god. That's, that's the face that I made. Yep. That's, that's a good question, listener Chelsea. It's, uh... I, I, I thought about that one, too, and I don't have a good answer immediately, and I hope Jake finds some more information, because that's kind of one that I've Kind of just have to had to gloss over my mind because I don't have a.
1: I got three paragraphs written, but let's wait for Jake to find his. Say your stupid paragraphs. No, I want I want you to go first. No, so that you, because I can it's not an you. answer. Because okay. it's not an answer. But okay. this was brought well, up. I don't have an answer. None. Of, can we make it clear at this point into the <laughs> questions? None of these are like real answers. Hey, can we these make it clear opinions, that every you know?
2: Star Wars podcast
1: is just giving opinions? Yeah, seriously, like <laughs> so. Yeah. We could spout off Wikipedia. Wikipedia. The only thing I could like...
0: suppose right off the top of my head is by the time Obi-Wan and Yoda died, they had already been training with Qui-Gon for so long that they knew that path, and they were they were right there. Qui- yeah. And so Qui-Gon, like, had to find that path himself, and then Anakin didn't get that information until his whatevers were floating around in the living force, and they found their way to Qui-Gon. He's like, hey, go this way.
1: Qui-Gon never fully... Mastered it like Obi Wan and Yoda did. We never, you never see a Force ghost of Qui Gon except in the Clone Wars on Mortis. I he shows up, but is that even really Qui Gon? Who knows? Mortis is freaky, so who knows? We should have watched
0: Mortis before this, before our actual Force episode. But usually, Mortis just confuses me more than it answers questions. But
1: I (laughs) really meant to watch it. All you hear, (laughs) all you see of Qui Gon post death is you hear his voice. He talks to. Yoda, he talks to Obi-Wan, but you never actually see him. So maybe his training. In well, this, And he was supposedly the first one to learn how to do this, so he didn't know what he was doing completely, mm-hmm. but he was there to help Yoda and Obi-Wan along with theirs. Yeah, so that's maybe why he didn't disappear.
0: Yeah, there's also the angle of, uh, you remember like Luke, how he progressively, his uh, vision of Obi-Wan became better as he became more in tune with the Force, where he, he could only hear Obi-Wan's yeah, voice in a new hope. He could see like a faint outline of him at the beginning of Empire. And then by Return of the Jedi, him, him and Obi-Wan are just showing like, on a log, like <laughs> a couple yeah. bros on a log. And so <laughs> I like, figured that Obi-Wan and, Obi-Wan and Yoda may have been sort of like that too, where like the first time Qui-Gon comes to them, of course he can't manifest himself because it, it's kind of like a uh, kind of like you have to help each other out. Like Qui-Gon can only do so much, but the other person has to be in two of the force too, because Qui-Gon can't just go up to a, random Khorasani in the underworld and say, like, hey, <laughs> right. bet on this, Sabacc. Now,
1: are you still trying to find something about Qui-Gon, or what you doing? Ah,
0: gosh darn it. it I, I have the right
2: article, and then I can't... Um, oh,
1: you're plagiarizing from an article?
2: It, from George Lucas's mouth brain.
1: <laughs> For me, Qui-Gon is understandable that he didn't disappear because he did not have that complete training that Obi-Wan and Yoda, or at least not even complete, but just more experience that Yoda and Obi-Wan had, Vader is a little more difficult for me to explain why he's a Force ghost in the first place. But Jake, go ahead. What do you...
2: Okay, so in 1999, Empire did a really, like, blunt... James Blunt-esque, you might say, interview with George Lucas. Beautiful.
0: It was right okay. after... Mama lover. <laughs> it, it, Mama friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're up in the <laughs> <laughs> You're up in the <laughs>
2: <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> so, the... um. This was right at it was in 1999. It's right after um, the Phantom came out, and I wow. guess the movie. By this article, it just this is kind of interesting. The movie got a lot of like kind of good reviews in England, mm-hmm. and started getting scathing reviews in America. So they asked him about that. and They asked him about the reviews, and they ask him about Jar Jar. So it's a pretty cool interview to read if you can find it. The Empire 1999 interview. They ask him, um, in A New Hope, R2D2 and C3PO land on Tatooine and haven't got a clue where they are. Yet in the Phantom Menace, R2 travels to Tatooine, and C-3PO was built there. How so? That's what um, Empire asks. So um, George Lucas says, How so? That will be coming up. He laughs. There, (laughs) it says laughs in parentheses and italicies. There's a lot of little things that will be cleared Has he ever really laughed, though? He goes, Yeah. (laughs) Um, The other one that gets asked a lot is, Why doesn't Qui-Gon disappear like everybody else? That's a plot point that centers around Obi Wan saying to Vader,
0: <laughs> Darth Vader. Darthus Vaderker as Darth Sagharira. He's George Lucas said that. I
2: don't know what his problem was. He says that's a plot point that centers around Obi Wan saying to Vader slash Anakin in the first one, "If you strike me down, I will become more powerful than you can possibly imagine." There's an issue about the Force that will be revealed. Where? That's what he says. Yeah. Now, I think that he's referring to the fact that in Episode 3, it's revealed that Qui-Gon has found... How does Yoda say it? That he's found a new... Achieved... Found a path to immortality. Yeah. Found a path to immortality. So, I think it's kind of what Riley was saying, where, you know, when when, uh, Qui-Gon was struck down... He was just a dead body on the ground, but he was the first person to ever do this thing. Now, we know when you die, your consciousness becomes a part of the force. So, when he died, that happened. But his consciousness somehow, maybe we don't know this, its sought out. Yeah, yeah. Sought out in a, a way to live uh, longer. <laughs> <laughs> it took some like medication and stuff, right. I think, his immortality did. So you I know
1: think, about that. Hey, listen.
0: You know. Jake's Medical Corner. <laughs> Jake's Medical Corner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's become sentient, people. <laughs> yeah, prior to now, I was not sentient, and now I am. Um, so I think what George Lucas was insinuating was yeah, in the third movie, there's a little hint that Qui Gon is the first person that achieves this thing, and then he's able to teach people, almost from beyond, okay. Now.
1: Our question, question ha- asked already says she doesn't like it. I don't care if Chelsea <laughs> doesn't like
2: it, even though she's in the room. I think when you die in the Force, that's the thing that takes place outside of time, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the moment that you die, Qui-Gon might be able to commune with you and give you this information might appear to us like an hour, maybe happens in seconds yeah. in real life, which is why Obi Wan's body disappears immediately.
1: Here's where I get a little lost on the whole thing. Oh! Like the show is I'm I'm totally cool with all those Qui Gon explanations as to why he didn't disappear. Vader not disappearing could be explained away with maybe they're just burning his armor. Maybe it's not actually his body on the funeral pile. Maybe he oh, did yeah. disappear. The fact that Vader. Was allowed to do this is what I have an issue with. That he was allowed to be like bros. Because he was redeemed, Riley. He made a split-second decision to throw Palpatine down that shaft after decades of being one of the worst like war criminals they, in, yeah, in galactic yeah. history. True. He killed children in cold blood. Totally understandable. He tortured his own daughter, fine. which he didn't know. Totally fine. Uh, he issue? stood by while Tarkin pushed the button to murder millions of people. Good. I Haven't have we all done the same thing? Moments before he changes his mind and throws Palpatine down the shaft, he threatens Luke and he threatens Leia. Sounds pretty chill to me. And then he throws Palpatine down the shaft, and he's allowed to become got a real an virtue signal
0: over here. I didn't like first, that force ghost.
1: <laughs> I, I like. I don't. That has nothing to do with him disappearing necessarily right. maybe he did disappear and we're just seeing his armor being burnt there's your simple explanation you just but don't feel
2: like anakin earned it
1: i don't think anakin should be there at all i don't think yeah i don't think that one moment of throwing this evil dude down a shaft redeems him for everything that Let's, he did for 20 years before that
0: if we want to s- subscribe to jake's probably non-canonical theory though i think it makes a lot of sense though
2: like i said the force like and- isaac like Isaac said, yeah, if it takes place outside of time, then.
1: So you're saying in the in the moment if so you're saying in the moment that Anakin dies, he outside of time for long enough that he can be redeemed in the Force's eyes. He with has a little sit down
2: chat. Mm-hmm.
1: Qui Gon's like, hey man, you know what you shouldn't have done? It's killed a couple of kids. <laughs> and All the other stuff too. You know
0: how like it takes. What like, is punishment though?
1: Like you can't just say, "Oh, I'm sorry that 40 I killed lashes. a you bunch what, of kids." A now year, I'm okay.
0: A year on <laughs> Venus is a lot shorter than a year on Jupiter. I don't know what that means. And I it takes. You know, a year on Venus is the same. Is is
1: shorter than a day oh, on Venus? Nerd. It's true. Oh boy, I don't know why I'm, I'm trying about to say this particular. <laughs> <aspect>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't podcast. know. It's kind of cool that Venus is. I'm Year trying to is say, its day. Is Venus what, canonical? what if yes.
0: Star Wars is on Venus and the Men Force is on Mars. Jupiter? Oh. <laughs> Does that make more sense? No, not at it all. It takes longer to rotate around the sun. Here's no, I think that what you what you bring out is a valid point. Yeah, here's my here's my point on this podcast. <laughs> here's my headcanon. and Riley's making like a weird <laughs> you're dance. About,
1: you're talking about Saturn and Jupiter. I don't get the point. yes yeah, sorry, weird Venus and Jupiter. point. It didn't make Shows sense.
0: me how
2: much you were listening. I'm talking about Venus. And Go ahead. Serena. I listened to 100 percent of it. and I didn't l- like it. <laughs>
1: here's my my headcanon. This is not this is not canonical. I think he just <laughs> took his wedding ring off. He did. This is not canonical. This is just wasn't my a metaphor. Head. I don't think he joined the force in the same way that Qui Gon and Obi Wan and Yoda did. Um, he was never agreed. He was never a force for good. He didn't bring balance to the force. Good I think charity. that was. I think that was still. <laughs> it is a good charity. He did not bring balance to the force. I think that was Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, True, but the force doesn't care about light side and dark side. Ah, uh-huh. it doesn't care about good and evil. <laughs> the force does exactly what the force wants to do. Whoa. It doesn't think about people or the consequences. Girl. <laughs> and that is why I think the force has to be destroyed completely for there to be true balance in the Star Wars universe. Wait on Kotor to you bah, guys. Bah, See you guys on that episode. There's my final answer. Anything else? What you're saying
2: later? is truly apocryphal and insane. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, interesting.
1: The force is evil.
2: It needs force to go away. Next question. Next question. I don't think we answered it, and I don't remember what it was, but let's we get did. The next we, one.
1: Ad- we sort of answered it. Okay. Sorry, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> oh, it's Chelsea's question. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gave Jake, a good answer that I can't really Jake
0: immediately away. recoiled. No let's bones go, let's go to in this one. body.
1: Let's go to this one, because I think you guys will have There's a lot a to say about this, and I can shut up for a while, because I've been talking way too much
0: um this is i from can relate
1: honorary jacob Kreitz. Yeah, of the episode jake this is from your <laughs> welcome coworker. to the club this is from your coworker. Ooh, the name
2: co-worker james james he wanted me to call him something and i don't remember what he said sorry james
1: <laughs> something with a dog in it tweet in at jake when you see him at work um <laughs> yeah don't talk to me with tweet at me please <laughs> He asks, why can the Jedi sense a disturbance in the Force, but not a disturbance in the room, referring to Palpatine?
2: Yeah, that was a really good question, I thought, because I think what he's saying is, you know, at the beginning of Attic of the Clones, they're all, all the Jedi, they're sitting in their poop chairs, which we talked about. <laughs> they're all talking to
0: Palpatine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How did we never make that joke before? I now? don't know.
0: It's so good. It why didn't we so make it? good. Mace Winduke. Um, Coyote, Coyote, Dookie, Poo Coon.
1: Count Dooku? I mean, that one is just right. It writes. Itself. Apu,
0: Rancissus.
1: <laughs> Scaddle? Why stop now?
2: <laughs> Stay <laughs> tuned for more Scaddle information. God, <laughs> oh, that was the worst um, joke, and I love it Y'all so rail much. poop. Yeah. <laughs> the question was. Why couldn't, they dis- why couldn't they sense Palpatine? So Palpatine is in the room. The Ooh. Jedi, and, and particularly even in that scene, you can see that Yoda senses a disturbance in the Force. They know that something is happening. They know that their ability to use the Force has been diminished. And yet, Palpatine is sitting in the room, and they can't sense that it is him that is the disturbance in the Force. Yeah. Explain that, Riley.
1: No, that's
0: Isaac. <laughs> oh, <I'm-> <laughs> <Kim>. <laughs> I think Jake knows. <laughs> well, I think... Palpatine, that was part of his whole thing was that he blinded the Jedi. Like, is that like when a ventriloquist was... can throw their voice? <laughs> yes. Jeff Dunham, oh. don't come on the show. Jeez, <laughs> not Jay interested. Dunham. Do not, Do come, not on the show. come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> the show. He is all of our parents' favorite stand-up comedian. <laughs> <laughs> no, my parents are cool. They don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's two of them. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Isaac's parents Haleona. come on the show. <laughs>
0: Isaac's parents come on the show. I don't. I. I don't know your opinion of Jeff Dunham. I honestly don't. <laughs> anyway, I generalize like I do because I'm a good person. And my opinion, yeah, I think he kind of just he. He had like force cloak technology, like the uh, like the Klingons, no, the Romulans. I don't watch enough Star Trek. Someone could cloak their ship. You're like me so, trying to make a
1: sports metaphor.
0: <laughs> Shut up,
1: Isaac. What but, are you saying about Palpatine? I,
0: I think it was a, a a simple matter of like he had blinded the eyes blinded the Jedi so badly that they didn't, didn't know he was around and Mace Windu we've talked about it ex- how he explicitly tells Yoda like we should probably tell the the Senate that our our ability to use the force has diminished so they're getting farther away from the force and Palpatine is getting closer to the dark side it, it's just kind of like a like it's a, a push and pull which the the Jedi are losing and they're just getting farther away from the force which may have told them hey Palpatine's over here but if we're going to believe Riley over here then who really is right in Star Wars? Mm. I just because... I'm not
1: I'm not disagreeing with you guys. I think it is I think it's mostly Palpatine clouding things. Yeah. But I don't believe Palpatine is so powerful that he can cloud the judgment of every single and Jedi in existence this... then. So I think it speaks to a larger problem that the Jedi are going through at this moment.
2: Is it a thing where he's clouding his I don't think that he's clouding every individual person. I think that he has created such a disturbance in the Force sure. that it's impossible Wasn't... to determine its source. Was he
1: really that much more powerful than someone like Yoda? Wasn't Here's... it? I have. Uh... Here's... <laughs> Oh. Here's, I have more more to say about this, but please continue. I'm, I, I'm not... Dis- you have this is- more to say? I know. I, I know it's more to say. Ooh. I'm, said, not, ahead. I'm not disagreeing with you guys on this one. Okay,
0: though. yeah. Didn't Mace Windu in The Phantom Menace... Didn't he have a, like, a line like, I This think- party's over? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, boy. He's like, I think we would have known if a Sith was... Da-da-da-da. That's <laughs> like- Attack of the Clones. Then. Attack okay. of the Clones. It's yeah. not his is, But, uh... <laughs> well, in the Coyote of Money, he was like, well, it's, it's impossible. The Sith have been extinct for a millennium. So maybe some of the Jedi did sense there's something else something up with this palpatine fella but they were so blind and arrogant to think that well he's not the sith lord we would know you were right if it, was, it, it was, was episode the sith 1 lord. we
1: were wrong it was episode 1 you Good. were
0: right
2: guys we were
1: wrong okay
2: here's something that i thought about um and then then i have a counterpoint to my own point <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> I should just do a show where I just argue with myself. <laughs> Jake's dream It true. almost is that already. Um, <laughs> one day we'll be dead. <laughs> and you're with me. If all goes according to plan, then pretty soon. Um, no. So, do tell. Is it a thing where they're so close to the source of the darkness that it's, like, overwhelming the signal? You know what I mean? Like, they're so close to it that it's, like, static, and they oh. can't see anything. Could be. You know what I mean? Like it's they're so close to it that it's like it's so overwhelming that they can't determine any one pinpoint of it because he is in the room. Mm -hmm. It's too overwhelming for them.
0: I think that's that's
2: what I tend to think is the actual answer, right? Because the thing that is my counterpoint to my thing that I just said is that, and Isaac is really making some pointy fingers and some faces (laughs) at me, but I'm gonna let him talk in a minute (laughs) in exactly sixty seconds. Time me. So. They want one, to separate Luke and <laughs> <two>. <laughs> They want to separate Luke and Leia because they fear that if any one of them was in one place at the same time that the disturbance in the force would be so great that the emperor could sense them in that place. But they would have been far away, right? So if they can sense somebody that far away, why can't they send somebody that close? I don't know. Maybe it's the closer you get to it the harder it is to determine the, the source. But that's that's my guess. 30 seconds. On the, clock. the
0: first thing that you said, Jake. Riley, what do you think? Reminded
2: Oh no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just wanted to say something. Isaac, go ahead. Oh <laughs> I discussed myself. Anyway, <laughs> the first thing you said reminded me of um from the beginning of Attack of the Clones, where you mentioned that maybe Palpatine was so close it was almost like a static. Remember, Palpatine looks to Yoda, he's like, What do you think, Master Yoda? Do you really think it'll come to war? And then Yoda says, like, something to the effect of like impossible to say the dark side clouds everything. Yeah. And so that that kind of goes to your theory of possibly they were so close that they they couldn't see anything they couldn't see in front of their own faces because this the darkest entity in the universe was literally within feet of them. They're
2: within the darkness.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I'm really have... figuring out this Star Wars stuff. It's not so hard. When you think about it with your brain. <laughs>
1: I don't I don't think any of that is wrong. I think that Palpatine also gets a whole lot of help from the Jedi themselves. Yeah. Because their focus at this point in Star Wars has shifted so much to worry about the big picture. They're constantly like there's a threat out there, there's a phantom menace out there that we need to deal with. It's weird when they say that in the movie. <laughs> it is weird. Great they movie. don't they don't they don't focus on the here and now, like Qui Gon said. And the only Jedi that had that attitude died at the end of the Phantom Menace.
0: Like a true sh- Shakespearean council- tragedy. <laughs> Watch it. Shut well, up. The the the, I agree. <laughs> the council members
1: are are not great in that in that movie, and they look weird. They're weird. They're not going in a great direction. And every chairs. single one All of their names we'll is a poop pun. <laughs> um, yeah, well, if single. you really force it, so uh, <laughs> like a poop. They they don't. They sit on this information that there is a Sith Lord out there for ten a years. Sith Lord. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. But they sit on that information for ten years, and what do they do about it? Like a turd. What do they, what do they do between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones to to identify this Sith threat? Nothing.
2: Play solitaire they nothing. on their iPhones. They
1: are so whoa, whoa. up their own poop chairs <laughs> that they cannot they they can't even see what's what's happening right in front of them. So I think. Palpatine is powerful and clouding things with the dark side around him. But I also think this was the perfect time for him to strike, which makes yeah. sense because the the Sith have been around in hiding for a long time. Strike him when they're weak. He chose this moment to come out and attack the Jedi because he saw that they were they were doing most of the work for him. Next question. Okay. Here's another one from Darth Goody, our avid listener and best friend. He asks, literally
2: my best friend in the entire world. <laughs>
1: yep. He asks,
0: Darth Goody, we're serious. We like you a lot. We
1: like, oh, you absolutely. You are, we like you a lot.
0: You are an OG Grand Moff talker and we uh we salute you. Continue tweeting at us all the time. Who um
1: is? he asks, do you think Snoke was a part of the Force knowledge Palpatine was searching for per Empire's end? We have the book here in okay. front of us. Jake, go I, ahead and I've talk. I got stuff I want to say about it, Jake, go ahead. Family
2: members children gathered around your campfire. You're stealing
1: my point with the page number that I gave to you.
2: You were, I thought you were
1: going to have me read it. No, you can go ahead. <laughs> I, <laughs> just wanted, can, I just wanted to be clear. He just wants to point. make sure you feel
2: guilty. <laughs> Guys, uh, Riley told me to bring this book, and it's so weird that he immediately knew when I brought it exactly what page to turn to. It's I know. It's very it is. strange. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm um, <weird. laughs> okay. I'm going to read a little bit. Okay. It says, Before Palpatine's demise at the hands of the rebels, the computers finished their calculations, finally finding a way through the unknown. The Emperor was convinced that something waited for him out there. Some origin of the Force, some dark presence, formed of malevolent substance. He said he could feel the waves of it radiating out now that the way was clear. This is Chuck Wendig stuff here. The Emperor called it a signal, conveniently one that only he could hear. Even his greatest enforcer, Vader, seemed oblivious to it, and
1: Vader also claimed mastery over the dark side of the Force, did he not? Um, so I think that's very interesting that Palpatine was super focused on the unknown regions of space, which we know is where Thrawn is from. And in the Thrawn novel, you read that, Isaac? Yeah, yeah. That's partially why he's super interested in Thrawn in the beginning, because Thrawn mm. is from there, and, and Palpatine is desperately trying to find a way, a hyperspace route to get into the unknown regions. Mm. His contingency plan, which is also in all of the Aftermath books. Yes, the contingency. Which originally was to make sure it was like mutually assured destruction. He wanted the Empire to be destroyed if he died because he's just a jerk.
2: Oh. His his plan was I not misunderstood his plan was
1: not to start the first order. That was Gallius's Ra- Gallius Rax's plan. Gallius' Rax's plan. <laughs> yes. My
2: bad. Actually here, listeners, I can reveal to you, I've only been reading Empire's End. I have read the first two. Yeah. Which I should do, but I really Probably don't should. want
1: to. <laughs> but his his plan all along is that he wanted the Empire to be gone once he was gone. He also wanted the rebellion and he pretty much wanted everything to be dead if he was dead. All he's, the dead it's almost right. like he's he jerk. thought he was God. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, he was wrong, by the way. But Rax, the the local fast food restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> changed his plan to Arby's. To Arby's, <laughs> and he was Good the call. one in charge of. Uh, even though he died, he was the one in charge of starting the first order. He sent Ray Sloan and all their resources Ray. into the <laughs> unknown regions that Palpatine had charted, and where chart Char- Palpatine. We're Palpatine. Turpentine. Oh, Turpentine. Turpentine. Who, char- who charted? <laughs> Turpentine. We're Palpatine since this dark, malevolent presence that, that Jake read. So I think it's it's obviously not confirmed. We might learn more, but it's it's a pretty safe bet to say that maybe mm. it was Snoke out there in the unknown regions that yeah. that Palpatine was chasing, and then once Snoke he got he got this woke. He got this he got woke and he got this army dropped on his doorstep out of nowhere. He's like uh hello
2: doorstep. What's going on? Oh, an army? Thanks a lot. Yep. Mm. And then he's like... Exact dialogue from impression."
1: I'm going to act like I'm really big and tall, even though I'm probably just a normal-sized person. Bro. Yes. And stand up. So like that's you know. that's just from the book. Yeah. Who knows if that's point, true? That really pokes a think? hole in so my many, fun theory. Yeah, ahead.
0: so much of the new canon. Yeah, they they are dropping those breadcrumbs about the Unknown Regions. They uh, mention it in the Tarkin novel. Like, so, like you said, the Thrawn novel covers it a lot. It is. like Everywhere we're going, you we can definitely see... Because if we step out of Star Wars and think about it from like a story group perspective and about the new creators of Star Wars, they've said before that they don't want to undermine Palpatine. And really the only way to not undermine Palpatine is you kind of, whatever the new threat is, you kind of have to h- have him be in on whatever the new threat is right. somehow. And having a clone emperor is the worst idea ever. And, yes, like, it reason really is. number 793 why the old EU sometimes didn't interest me so much. Yeah, it's a bad <laughs> and idea. And so, outside of, yeah, cloning the emperor or having the Yuzhan Von come from somewhere else <laughs> and, like, hey, we're Star Trek aliens. Also a bad idea. Yeah, and we're just going to take over the galaxy. And you, Yuzhan Von stuff was just a bummer to read.
1: There's one really good book set during that era, and the rest of it is pretty much garbage. We
0: should. We'll talk about the Usain Bond. I'd want to talk
1: about that book specifically because it's yeah. a very. It's like is that my, the Matthew Stover one? Yeah, it is like one of my favorite stories. Mm. Once books. again,
2: can I tease another book I'm going to read?
1: Yes, we should. We should say that we're going to read good books and talk yeah. about them too, not yeah. just bad. Books. I'm also going to read books
2: I don't know if they're good, yeah. but <laughs> the Last Jedi book I think is by Matthew Stover.
1: The Last Jedi. Who we told book. you that? The book. What's the what novel? Book it, is this in Legends? I don't remember this book. Yeah. Oh, there is a book called The Last Jedi. A book of the Last Jedi. I'm that.
2: going to read it before The Last Jedi. Cool. Comes out. I think it's by Matthew Stover.
1: I'm not a real fan.
2: <laughs> I think I might be wrong. Once
1: I don't it... think it's by Matthew
0: Stover. <laughs> Matthew but... Stover. <laughs> it right now. We're f- all following you on Twitter. So please come on the show. Because that should I'm be not, enough, but I I totally I... will. Can
1: you imagine if we got Matthew Stover on the show? Please talk about the one EU book that I read,
0: which was your book. That I love yeah. so much. Mm. I'll, I'll joke in a salad. We, we love you all so much on here. But... Oh, no CBB ever. <laughs> <laughs> <Shampooglers> enough. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh,. But yeah, so I, I definitely do think that's, from a storytelling perspective, that really is a good idea to incorporate Palpatine in whatever threat is going to be beyond uh, Return of the Jedi. And the Unknown Regions are a great because they're the Unknown Regions, so you can do whatever the heck you want. And hopefully the Unknown Regions will have the Force, unlike the Yuzhan Von who are Force immune, or, or where they come from, they don't now. have it. It was so dumb. Weird, so dumb. Yeah. They're immune to the force. Yes. That's silly. They're like blind.
1: droids. They're blind. Huh, to the force. Riley. Hey, look at that. A living thing that can't feel the force. Weird. <laughs> I'm glad that they're not canon anymore. Yes. The uses of Vong are terrible. Here's a good question. This one, I believe, also comes from Levi. What's up, Levi?
2: Levi. Sup, sup. I also hey. want to
1: give a shout out to Cameron because I know you're listening, too. What's up, Cameron? Just saying hi to hey. everybody here. I'm going to give a shout-out to
2: my friend Riley's and Isaac. I know they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Riley's.
1: <laughs> and Isaac. Riley's and Isaac. Okay. Um, so here's a Levi, question from Levi. Last question. Honorary
0: chill bro of our episode. It's not the last
1: question. We've got two more. But
2: it's the last question of the day, as is what I think. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it. Okay.
0: We can't ignore
1: two people who ask questions. We can do it. in No, we got to do it. Okay. They'll go quick. So Levi's question, does the force protect those who pray to it? For example... Cheer it in way, not getting shot while slowly walking by death troopers.
0: I like this one. I think we talked about this on the Rogue One episode because we were that the entire third act of Rogue One, how everything just goes so perfectly. And it all starts out they have to get onto the planet to actually execute any of this plan. And we see they're given that clearance code, kind of like they do in Jedi, but you start to hear like a Jin's thing come up and in the score, and she's holding that kyber crystal. And you can tell, however you pray in the Star Wars universe, that's what she's doing. And the code works there, and so they get down on the planet, and then you see Chirrut, obviously, praying. He's kind of doing his chant, I'm one the Force, the Force is with me. And so he's...
2: Taylor Swift came on the radio, and he got all excited. Yeah. As we talked about.
0: As we do. And so he... Worked, and so the, the Force... I do... I, I like that, that, that question a lot, because I do think it, it is true to an extent that whatever the force wills and that's in that moment the the force happened to be on Chirrut's side he was all for listening to the force following the will of the force and in this scenario it worked out to where that the people that Chirrut was with the force was on his side there needed to be the force needed to kind of strike back at the the dark side in this instance and get the plans of that death star and so and Jake has an opinion now go for it go for it because i, I most honestly I mostly made my point.
2: Okay, so Chirrut says, when he first walks out in beautiful Stormtrooper, he says, I am with the Force, and the Force is with me, and I fear nothing, because all is as the Force wills it. Mm-hmm. And I think his desires and goals happens to be in line with what the Force yeah. willed. I think sometimes the Force wills bad things to happen, and that if you pray for the opposite to happen, it wouldn't have worked. Right. So that's kind of what I think. I think that he... And Jin, uh, the instance that you mentioned was a good one. I, f- I kind of forgot about that, but I-, I think that I don't think that you can manipulate the Force by saying a little prayer to the to Force Man.
1: I'm with you yeah. on that one. Um, I think that if if praying to the Force did anything, their temple wouldn't have gotten destroyed in the first place when the Empire came. <laughs>
2: what if there's like none of them? Like they like <laughs> checked in was like, dude, did you play did the you Force? Pray? Oh, oh my, my gosh! gosh I, I totally to forgot to pray, to pray
1: to the Force. <laughs> yeah. So I I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't, I yeah, guess, it, I guess we Im- did it. I guess we did it.
0: It's impossible, <laughs> I think, to get into that like talk in, without getting into, like... The talk. <laughs> exactly. Show and, featuring <laughs> And without kind of making a direct analog to, like, religion in our world and how prayer right. works in our world. And it's obviously... However it works in Star Wars, it hasn't been explained to us in a good enough way for us to be able to make a definitive answer on that. But I do think it is how... It, it just, by happenstance... I think Chirrut was in the right place at the right time. And you got to see an example of someone who listened to the force and it worked out for him. And I think the force likes it when you do what it wants you to.
2: Huh? MTV reality show style. I'm going to say
1: next. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So two more. This one comes from Jeff Miller on Twitter. Jeff. What's up, Jeff? Miller. Jeff Miller. (laughs) Thank you for tweeting us. Thank you so much. A question.
0: Mother's maiden name. There you go. That's Maybe a weird
1: you're related. detail that you didn't need to know. Maybe you're related to Isaacson.
2: There are probably, <laughs> knowing our listener base, it's mostly people <laughs> that are related to us.
1: So Jeff's question is, when Han Solo died and Leia reacted, was she sensing her non-force using X dying or her force-connected son committing to the dark side? Oh. I really like this, this question. This is my favorite question I think that we got. It's a good question because I had never thought of that before. I always yeah. just assumed it was Leia sensing Han dying, because yeah. even if he doesn't use the Force, they obviously have a strong connection. You know, Luke could sense when Han was being tortured, even though Han didn't use the Force. Uh Obi-Wan sensed millions of people dying on Alderaan. It was a big event, right? but they didn't all use the Force. But, I really like the idea that Leia is sensing Kylo's turn to the dark side. It's so such a that's, cool. That's my new canon. I like that. That's a, lot, a super yeah. cool I say, idea. Yeah. I
0: I, I do. I kind of want to like take the crappy answer and say both. But that, <laughs> I mean, it, it's of course like what it immediately reminds you of is like Yoda dropping his cane and like clutching his chest in Revenge of the Sith because something so horrible was happening in the in the galaxy that he felt it come like hit him like a like a lead ball. And so the two people that Leia has the most affection for in the universe outside of Luke maybe. Have just one has died and the other is the one who killed him and so that that one big ball of event probably just like clubbed her over the head and that was a lot to handle in that moment. So I do think, yeah, that's that's really good. Good job, Jeff Miller.
2: Good job, Jeff. Here's what I'm gonna say too. Can I a little spin off of a previous question? Yes. So Leia has the ability to be in Tomb of the Forest because she's a skywalker. But she clearly didn't take that path in life. She did not become a Jedi. But when something like that happens her natural inclination towards the force she was able to sense that happening but she was not able to sense where luke was by using the force yeah. she never trained her skills yeah so that's what i'm saying with my mouth right now okay but anyway yeah i don't have any other opinion i think you guys kind of nailed it it's a cool it's, a cool it's a cool thought i like it's it it's super great
0: yeah, yeah. well question, i guess definitely. Em- empathy isn't necessarily a gps so also that bad. sounds like
2: a weird lyric to a Sting song or
0: something.
1: <laughs> Beautiful rendition. All right, final question. Mm-hmm. This is the one I spent the most time on last night because it is my favorite. And we're going to spend the least person. time on it in person. I know. We don't have much time to spend on it because we've been doing this for a while. But I do want to talk. I want to give a brief overview of this character. So this comes from William Myers on Twitter. Which is weird, because I've always known him as Eric. I didn't know his name was actually William. Hey. What's up, Eric? Speaking of people that we know who follow us on Twitter. (laughs) I don't know this person. No, you guys don't know him. I know him. Thank you for tweeting at us. Um, Is he a chill bro? He is a very chill bro. Good. Eric. I'll allow it. William. (laughs) So, he asked, was Yoda the only one of his kind to be a Jedi Master?
2: The answer is no. The
1: answer is no. Simple answer is no. You guys have probably seen her. In the, she's in episode she's one. She's in, yeah, She's She's not in any other movies because she dies before Attack of the Clones. I did Spoilers. not know that. Um, she, Legends? She's replaced, yeah, Legends. Legends. But she's also not there in Attack of the Clones. True. So she's dead. <laughs> I thought maybe she was um, out chilling out with some bros. No, she's replaced by Shaq T, actually, on the uh, on the Jedi Council. Ooh. So, Yaddle. Yaddle is her name. She looks a lot like Yoda, green skin, real short lady, but she has a bunch of red hair on top of her head.
2: She looks weird.
1: She was a Jedi master. She Up has a creek without a Yaddle. The cool. That's great. great or is fun. that the joke? K. That you made Quality. That <laughs> <laughs> she has the coolest title that a Jedi master has ever had. Called. She's called the One Below. It will make oh, sense. Boy. It uh, will make sense. No, trust me. in a different book? <laughs> it's the coolest title ever, and you'll see why. 300 years before Phantom Menace, she's a Padawan. Strap in, listeners. She's in her 100s. She's a Padawan under this guy, Polvin Cut. I wrote his name down. So they're sent together. She's still just a Padawan, only been a Padawan for a little while. She's sent on a mission with him to this planet called Koba, there's an evil Isn't warlord. He's in
2: Koba, the evil ape, in the last yes. movie. Yes, that's is important. Really? There he goes. Yeah. So apes together strong.
1: There's a warlord named Tulak on this planet who is just torturing everybody, making life miserable for this whole planet. Because in Star Wars, a planet is pretty much just like a village, right? Um, he looks like that. He's an ugly guy. We'll I, post I this on yeah, Twitter. that's the Bomb yeah. Vimdom
0: guy from the Cantina. And that's what she looks like. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: Isaac's got some. I mean, you're Riley right. That is, who that is Has
2: some sweet picks. I know.
1: So things go very bad on this mission. Her master is killed. She's captured and put into this deep cavern beneath the planet's surface in like solitary confinement. She's tortured by this Tulak to try and get information about if other uh, Jedi are going to come. She never breaks. She just repeats the same phrase over and over. This is a Padawan. Um eventually he gets all that he wants from the planet he moves on leaving the planet like destitute and bad um the wardens of the prison will occasionally send food down to her she's still in solitary confinement like miles beneath the surface all by herself in this cave um so her legend sort of grows as she's down there because she spends she ends up spending over a century. Alone, underneath the surface of this planet, that is pretty cool. Getting food occasionally from like villagers once the wardens stop feeding her because they they've heard of this legend of the one below. Mm. Coolest title ever! It's pretty cool. So awesome!
2: I'm I'm really turning around on Yaddle. Yaddle. So she turn around on Yaddle, as I've always said. (laughs) Another great thing. So she she really. (laughs) (laughs) it (laughs) around. Not a good
1: sing impression, but hey. <laughs> but Whatever. I like, but I like the joke. Leave the impressions
0: to the impression guy.
1: <laughs> so she becomes a legend on this planet. Eventually, she comes to terms with that she's going to spend the rest of her life down here. It's been over a century. And of course, at that moment, something happens. A ground quake happens. It opens up. She's able to get out and see daylight for the first time in over 100 years. <clears throat> so what does she do? Does she run back to the council and have a hot meal? No. She sees that these people of Koba are in such a bad situation still from what Tulek did, and Tulak's son is coming back. He's inherited everything that his warlord father had, so he comes back to the planet to pillage again. She stands her ground, fights with the people despite being in captivity for over 100 years by herself, eventually defeats Tulak's son, and, and then makes her way back. She makes it back to the council. She's still a Padawan at this point. She's been a Padawan for over 100 years. Wow. The council, the majority decides to immediately give her a seat on the council because of what she's gone through and like all the, all the stuff that she, she's just spent a hundred years meditating pretty much. Yeah. The only one against it, Yoda, of course, cause he's, he's so, like, he's I can so, be the only one of me. <laughs> well, he's like so dogmatic. He's like, this isn't the way that we do it. This is so against our traditions. The girl is too old. He gets overruled. They appointed to the Jedi council. Um, was known for being a mentor to many students, turning a blind eye to any mischief Padawans would get into. Ooh, she's just a chill bro. She's like huh. the original chillest of bros. She's Canonically, like, hey, I she's remember chill chilling out when I was a little bro. Yeah, while well, I was in a <laughs> cave all by myself. She goes on a bunch of adventures. She has tons of Padawans. Eventually, she goes on a mission with Anakin and Obi-Wan pre-Clone Wars, like shortly before the Clone Wars, to this planet that there's, it's called Moan or something like that. She's to restore peace. There the with the The Disney them. movie. <laughs> yes, Moan. There it is. <laughs> Someone on that planet is developing a biochemical weapon. They release it. She absorbs it all to, into herself with the force and dies instantly. To save people. To save. She, does this intentionally. she saves the whole oh, planet. Wow. Absorbs man. this biochemical weapon into herself. Anakin and Obi Wan apprehend the guy. Everyone's saved. She's replaced on the council by Shaq T. She ends up, her reputation as one of the most revered Jedi ever. No one ever forgot her or her legacy as the one below. Except She's for old best. Eric on Twitter. You Except for, for Eric. You Yoda sound,
0: Yaddle sounds like a patch, <laughs> which is glove of Darth Vader for a pretty awesome Jedi, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I,
2: I, hey, I, Riley, I wasn't really thinking. Can you start over at the beginning? I wasn't really listening. <laughs> <laughs> Great bit. No.
1: I oh yeah I wrote she Charles no one Dickens. forgets her as the one below until all the Jedi died at the end that was the ending of my story but yeah that's Yaddle so she was Yoda's species never got a name they're just called unknown or Yoda species so we don't know what they are but she looks just like him. Be disappointed Seven if it wasn't Yaddle something Yoda.
0: that's yeah if it wasn't something that started with the letter Y because apparently it should have the two to, we know of yeah. they're basically the same name it was like and Yaddle and yeah. <laughs> it may, she may as well have, <laughs> been, have been called Yodette. Yodette, yeah, Yodette. pretty much.
1: Except she's way more cool than Yoda. I'm sorry, I love Yoda a lot. She's way more cool than. Yoda. That is actually a very cool story. Now, yeah. Is that the any one book below? that we can, can read? or com- That's com- a cool book. story, okay. bro. Comic that's book. What that I think is. it's a, it was a short series, like maybe of three or four comics. Sure. Uh, Guys I'll find the name of it. I don't remember what it is, but anyway, that's we, the questions. We
2: have reached the end of our questions. If you did send us a question we didn't see it, then we'll see it uh, later and read it on another episode. Um, we yeah, do keep, keep also. Please, if you haven't done so already, and even if you weren't planning on doing so, even if you hated this episode more than anything you've ever heard in your entire life, go on iTunes, go on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars.
1: Five!
0: Four! Nice. <laughs> Three. No. No, 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 stop at five. Stop at five. five. I will settle for one star. I nope. I not. Okay. Hey, Someone already took, the, took you we, up on
1: that. Can we talk about that? Someone gave us one star. And I'm going to tell
2: you something right they now. They didn't leave
1: a review. Now,
2: guys, I have a disturbing revelation. Okay. I searched for Grand Moff on Apple Podcasts. Uh Uh-huh. The first thing that comes up, not our podcast. In fact, it doesn't come up at all. The thing that comes up is Grand Moff
1: Puppeteer. (laughs) What? (laughs) What is that? I searched for it on Apple Podcasts earlier today. And it yeah, was, my, Grand Moff was the first one. Yeah, me too. What
0: weirdo planet you love? Like, I think that's your I think you. uh <laughs> well, my. Yeah, Jake. What's yeah. uh? You want to
2: talk, <laughs> guys? Um, you know, I love Grand Moff Tarkin. I love puppets. So sometimes you search for things. Now, if you please, uh, if you please? give us five stars. Now, I'll tell you a cool bro who gave us five stars recently. Was a person called Sharky Thirteen. What's up, Sharky? Hey, Sharky. 13. Thanks did, for your review. What did Sharky have to say? He said this is the best review we've or had. Or she,
0: or she. What Sharky thirteen got on their minds? Jake? We
2: got a review, five stars from Sharky thirteen. It said more entertaining than the prequels. I'm not a fan of this title. I think I am. Riley may have written this review. <laughs> it says I do hope they read all of TFA's dialogue and
0: change Ray's name to Fart, which is the best idea. Any listener has had it to our show yet. We will do that, we promise. Donate
1: to our Patreon and we'll do it. It doesn't exist, but please donate. (laughs) Buy a Uh, t-shirt.
2: Which we don't have. We do have t-shirts.
0: We We do have have t-shirts. Guys. T- Pain? Shirts. Oh,
2: my goodness. T-shirts that you can buy with money.
0: Dot com.
2: (laughs) Isaac, give us information
1: on this. Go, boy. Go, boy.
0: (laughs) you You know that logo we have for our podcast? We... The
1: intellectual property
0: of Disney? That one? <laughs> yes. Fair use. Buy our illegal shirt, please, and give us money for it. Is it? Is it perfectly above board? We hope so. We, we didn't, didn't check we... any of the boards. We're hoping that we're so small, no one will notice us. So. C- Kathy go...
1: Kennedy hasn't called us yet.
0: You know what, Disney? If you if you call, we'll give you your cut. We really don't care. And come on the show. We're n- nah, but oh. we'll give you your cut. We don't care. We are not in it for the money, guys. Honestly, Isaac just in wanted it a shirt. For the love of the game. Isaac wanted one shirt for himself. I wanted a t-shirt. I'll probably take it down after I order mine, quite frankly. <laughs> but no, but really though, guys. You can go on cpublic.com. You know what? I'll put a link on our Twitter page. Just so you can get to it, because I tried to search Grand Moff talking. It doesn't talking come about... up. I tried it too. Yeah, yeah. T Public doesn't have like the best search a engine. A lot of search
2: engines uh, want to bring up puppeteers and things that aren't really <laughs> Exactly. And
0: so, yeah, I'll, I'll put a link there. If you go, just buy a t shirt. Spend it's... so
2: much money on a shirt yeah. for us.
0: You can buy a shirt, you can buy a mug, a hoodie, a crew neck, oh, a v neck. We'll Are probably... any of those things true?
1: We'll probably yes. get like oh. 10 cents. You know what I like, Jake? What? I set up the SoundCloud that has a monthly fee. You set up the website that has a monthly fee. Isaac sets up the thing where it puts money in his bank account. How what this, do you know,
2: guys? How did this happen? Things came out
1: of my bank account. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. Interesting how this worked, huh? Isn't life a funny thing, guys? It really is.
0: I've really I got this like, all figured did out, Don. you don't get I? a new
2: pair of shoes before you walked in here. You have these very
0: bright, shiny new. Pairs. Jake, why am I wearing your shirt and your glasses and Riley's pants? <laughs> <laughs> what happens, guys? Oh. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please, you got a real it. serious voice, real
2: fast there. Please. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll put a link to all this stuff in the show I'm notes. I'm hungry. And all the
2: Twitter. Well, guys, this is once again been for another delicately curated long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern Swift, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your host, Riley, Hey, Jake, and Isaac. My sauce is too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Wants to eat some food. So, and uh, my non-wife, who is me, wants to eat food.
0: <laughs> Your non-wife is you, and my girlfriend, who's also listening. Oh, uh, wow! You saved that for the end, Jake. What's going on, guys?
1: When we started this journey together, <laughs> Jake, Jake, Jake hey, was just a guy just a flying, Episodes ago, Jake was just a guy flying solo out there. Ladies, I'm like, sorry to inform you,
2: we got some news. Next show.
0: episode, we'll get into it, guys. We're not gonna. We'll get, we'll we'll get exclusively you, for we'll at a great length.
2: length. We'll talk about it um, for probably four hours like our Attack of the Clothes episode.
0: Really, Grand Moff Dayton. Next episode <laughs> is all we're talking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> on that note, who's doing the outro? Let's get out of here. Jake hosted. We get us out we of we the shenanigans.